Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. Hi, I'm Tanya Hart, and I am so excited about my guest today. He is truly a renaissance man. He's directed 38 movies, produced 26 movies, written and produced several TV shows, including the Oscar telecast. I could go on and on, but I'm talking about none other than my longtime friend, Reggie Hudlin. Hi, Reggie. Hi. How are you? We're so glad you could join us. You know, we want to talk about a lot of things, but specifically right now about your new movie, Marshall. Of course, this is one untold story of Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. And I got to tell you, I have seen the film. It is absolutely amazing. But when you take on such an iconic subject as, you know, Thurgood Marshall, what made you do that? What made you really want to get into this? Well, I've always been a giant fan of Thurgood Marshall. I always felt that he was sort of the most underrated member of the civil rights movement um, because he didn't just fight the law, he rewrote the law. He he basically took the Constitution uh, and made the promise real. And I thought for that, we all owe him a tremendous debt of gratitude. Well, you're right. And, I, and like I said, you do it very well. Of course, Chadwick Boseman stars as Thurgood. And this was uh, something he didn't particularly want to do at first. You convinced him. Why didn't he want to take on this role? Well, you know, he's done a lot of historical characters, and he knew people would be like, oh, here he goes again, playing another historical character. Is he going to play every great black man in the world? And <laughs> that's the burden of an actor as talented as, as Chadwick Boseman. He gets offered all these parts, and because he's so intelligent and he understands the importance of these different figures, uh, of course they're going to appeal to him. Uh, but for him, ultimately, he said, well, once I read the script and he saw the approach we were taking to tell the story, then he found it an irresistible situation. And you know something? It's interesting because a lot of times in casting, people try to find someone who looks similar, and then there's always, you know, the online scuttlebutt about, oh, he doesn't look anything like they're good and all that. And he really doesn't. But I got to tell you something. He has so much swagger in anybody. I didn't know Judge Marshall, but anybody who knew him says that the swagger thing was extremely important. And, and Chadwick has got that down and every other nuance about this man. Well, Just, thank you. I mean, it, it was definitely a thing, Chadwick and I discussed, you know, we... we you know, once he said, look, I, I want to do this, his other big concern was, well, you know, I'm not light-skinned or light-skinned. Uh, so <laughs> my hair doesn't <laughs> flip and flop. So what are we going to do? And I said, look, there's a lot of factors that go into portraying a man. And, you know, ultimately, I think you, um, this is the part you've never done before. I know that you're going to kill it. And I'm sure once people see your performance, they're going to not think about this the same way when they see Denzel Washington and Malcolm X. Denzel is, you know, Coco Brown and mm -hmm. Malcolm X was high yellow, but no one cares about that because Denzel did such an amazing performance. I would put Chadwick's work in this film on that level. 
You are absolutely right. He is. That, that's a very good analogy. That's exactly where he is on this. And the thing I like about the movie is that, like you said, it's not a, you know, a birth to, to death story. You picked one specific incident. Tell us a little bit about that incident and uh, so that the audience really understands what the movie is about. Sure. Well, you know, a lot of times when you hear, oh, we're going to hear his whole life and people say, oh, I don't want to hear that. Or if you're going to tell the story of the, um, the Brown versus Board of Education trial, uh, people go, oh, yeah, I learned about that in fifth grade. I don't need to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, instead, this is a case that most people don't know about, uh, which means you don't know the outcome, which means there's an element of suspense. And it's a trial about rape, about attempted murder. It's very sensational. And in fact, in the period... It was kind of a big tabloid case. It was kind of the uh, they have story that the TMZ of its era really ran with. Mm. And I mm-hmm. like that because the issues that the case brings up are the same issues that we have to deal with today with these cases, particularly when it comes to the defendant, because he's not Rosa Parks. He's not some guy with a spotless record. His situation is very shaky. I mean, you go, what, what did he do it? And what did he do? Right. So, uh, and, you know, and so often with these contemporary cases, uh, the, the, the immediate move that the media and sometimes even law enforcement does is to vilify the person being accused of a crime before they are, before uh, a jury gets to decide whether they're guilty or not. And, right. you know, that is such a big part of how the justice system works or doesn't work. So this is a story set in 1940, but it's very relevant to the same challenges we have today. Isn't that the truth? You're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. My guest today is Reggie Hudlin, who has a new movie out titled Marshall. And, uh, you know, I I have to give it to you. You don't ever shy away from controversy. You know, I think about Django Unchained certainly was one of those. But as a producer and a director, um, especially in today's world, is that helpful? I mean, do people really like it when you're like, okay, we're just going to get into this and we don't really care? Well, yeah, I think people want the real deal. Um, you know, people, they don't want to pay good money to go see a greeting card. Like, can someone just tell the truth, no matter whose <laughs> feelings get hurt? Because they would like some truth. And yep. when you tell a story, and, and it's not so much about looking for controversy, it's looking for the real deal. And when you see the real deal, people go, oh, finally, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Someone is seeing the world, you know, in a more honest fashion. And I think if 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 honesty and truthfulness is controversial, then so be it. Yep, there you have it. You know, Reggie, you've been writing graphic novels for years. Now I know that you, for years, worked on some worked on Panther. Um, are you involved mm-hmm. with the? Speaking of Chadwick, uh, he's coming out with a new movie in 2018. Are you involved with that as well? I'm, I'm not uh, not involved in it. Uh, I mean, Chatwick and I have talked about it a lot and since I you know, broke the character for so many years. So we've right. talked about everything from martial arts styles to the, you know, how the government of Wakanda works and all that. And 
you know, they're an amazing team working on that movie, so I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah, no, I am. But I, I knew that this has been your interest for so long, and I was like, okay, is he working on this? But anyway, we will be looking for that one. You know, um, the Emmys are this week. We've got more black folks nominated, I think, than ever before. So does this mean all is well in the industry for us, or what does it mean? Here's the thing. It, <clears throat> it's, it, people like this go, well, are all our problems solved or not? No, not all our problems are solved, but you have to acknowledge when things get better. We have to be honest and say, they, you know, we're at, you know, a good time in the industry in terms of people of color that are getting great roles, people of color who are working as writers and executive producers of their shows, being able to tell their own story. Um, it's really encouraging from you know, Queen Sugar to Insecure to Atlanta, you, you've got a lot of great content out there. So mm -hmm. I think we should celebrate great work being made because it's important to celebrate those efforts. It's important for us to feel encouraged that the efforts we have made to fight for those opportunities has borne fruit. Right, because if you feel like, yeah. well, we're just fighting, fighting, and never get anywhere, well, that's not encouraging. You have to, you have to say, you know what? We fight and we win. And yes, yes. there's more fighting to be done, but let's keep fighting because we succeed. Well, you certainly have. I mean, you and and your brother Warrington. By the way, what is he doing? I know he's still in New York. Uh, yeah, you know, he, he's in New York. He's brothers. working a lot with the Museum of uh, Movie in New York, and he's helping put together a lot of great events there, um, and I'm still out here doing what I do. Well, and you do it so well, darling. I absolutely love it. You know, I um, we go back to some of the old things that, like Boomerang and all of those back in the day that still, you know, no matter what, you put those movies on, you listen to that soundtrack, and you're still jamming. Okay? At least I am. <laughs> so. <laughs> it, it, it's really been nice. This year... They had a 25th anniversary celebration of Boomerang at the New Smithsonian uh, Museum of uh, African Americans. And it was so great. It was sold out. All these people here. And I hadn't seen the film since it came out. So first I was really? going to leave. And I said, oh, let me just sit in. And the movie plays the same way it did when the movie first came out. People just laugh and have a great time. Yeah. And that's and really. The other... Go ahead. I'm sorry. And the no, other funny ahead. thing was when the uh, McGregor Mayweather fight happened, then everyone started talking about another one of my old movies, Great White Hype. And they were like, wait a minute, we saw this movie before. We've seen <laughs> the Irish fighter versus the, uh, the black guy who's supposed to be over the hill. And wait a minute, we know what's going to happen. So it's funny how life just keeps bringing up, you know, uh, different artistic projects uh, that have, have already happened. I know. I, I absolutely love it. Well, we're so proud of you, Reggie. I think I did one of your very first interviews ever way back in the day at BET um, when we first came out to build BET and, and do uh, Hollywood Live. And so I just remember those days and everybody's done very well. And we're all still here, darling. What's, what's coming up next for you? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for all those years of support. I'm always grateful. 
Uh, and, you know, you always, it's one thing to get a platform, another thing for folks to understand what you're doing. And, and, and that's what you always do, Ty, and I, I'm really grateful for that. Oh, I um, appreciate that. And, uh, in terms of what I'm doing next, uh, right now we're reviving Showtime at the Apollo for the Fox Network. So that'll be debuting in 2018. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, come call us and we'll be over there on the set having some fun. I love it. That's great. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure everybody gets out there to see Marshall. What would you say to our audience in terms of this movie and its importance and why they should go see it above and beyond the fact that I can tell you, you're going to laugh as well as cry. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. What I hate is when people do historical films and they go, well, you need to support this movie. You need to. And that just sounds like you're going to go see some medicine. And no one wants to see that. And that was certainly not my intent when I made the movie. Uh, one of the nicest things people say after they see the film is, that, oh, I didn't know I was going to like it. <laughs> they see the movie. They laugh more than they think they're going to laugh. They find themselves choked up. They find themselves cheering, and it's a, it's if you work all week and you're gonna go on a date with your significant other, this is a perfect movie. I don't care how old you are, uh, or, you know who, where you're from, anything. People have a good time watching this movie, so that's my emphasis. It's not something you have to do; it's something you want to do. This is, this is, you feel like you've got your money's worth and then some. You sure do. And thank you so much. I just want everybody to know that you're listening to American Urban Radio Network's Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. Our guest today is none other than Reginald Hudlin, Reggie Hudlin. His new movie is called Marshall. And he just said it's something you want to do. I'm just telling you. It's something you must do because you will laugh, you will cry, you will have a good time. And don't forget to subscribe to Hollywood Live Extra on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitchers, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. You're listening to AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.